ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Texas Examiner, Kendall County Edition. I'm Robert Sines, and my co-host here is John Tipton. Hey, good day, Kendall County. We're so excited that you're joining us for another episode. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised with the uh, information that we're going to present for, for you today, especially since it's a topic that it's not uh, talked about very often. And I'm pretty positive that most of you haven't even ever thought about these as being challenges or, or issues that, that we look at uh, from a county perspective. Absolutely. So from the food we eat to the uh, establishments we visit here in the, in the county, uh, these two guests today are very important people that uh, keep us all safe. And so I'd like to Welcome um, Kara Dutton with uh, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. Welcome, Kara. Thank you. And also Miss Brenda Bell, uh, our our Kendall County Health Inspector that uh, oversees uh, the, the uh, all the establishments in this area as well. The one and only Brenda Bell. The one and only. <laughs> one and only. Love it. Um, so, so Kara, let's let's talk about a little bit about what you do. Tell us uh, your role in the community and how you. Yeah. Keep us all safe. Sure. With Texas AgriLife Extension, I'm a family and community health specialist. So I'm in charge of adult programming in the county. Um, one of the things I do or one of the adult programs I teach is I teach um, certified food managers. I teach that course to become a certified food manager. So is, that's, is that the same course that, like, if, if I wanted to take a course online to mm -hmm. open, have a food truck, I could take yes. it, but actually, I, we can actually take it here yes. with you. That's correct. You that's can good. take it uh, locally. And a lot of people prefer that. Uh, I think it's easier for certain type of learners to come mm -hmm. and take a live class and learn from someone who's actually teaching okay. um, the class itself. You can take the class online, but you can also take it with us here right. at Kendall County. And we off, we're up to offering it about four times a year. Four times a year. Yes. Do you get a pretty good turnout? We do. When, when I think about good turnout, I think a good class size is between five and 10. Okay. Um, that tends to be a good size for the way we teach the class. And we tend to have at least that many people each time. Now, do you think the, the number of uh, students in your class is directly proportional to the amount of new restaurants that we're getting in town? I think it has something to do with that. I also know, though, that they have to take this class um, more than one time. So their certification expires and, you know, they come back. So the majority of people that I've had take the class um, are actually taking it for uh, they're not taking it for the first time. They're coming back to for a recertification. Certified. That's so exactly. Hooters hasn't sent anybody to you. <laughs> no, but I'm waiting. I can't wait until I get that. I'm still thinking, John. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Bell, Brenda Bell. Yes. Uh, Brenda, I met you uh, the the uh, the hard way. I I, I opened up a, uh -oh. a food truck and a uh, and a music venue, uh, the Roundup Music Venue, years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I joke with with Miss Bell that she she was uh, very fair and 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 uh, helped me learn a lot about uh, food safety and, and uh, because I, I just jumped in it. I didn't know anything about the uh, the restaurant business. And uh, so, so as our health inspector, Brenda, uh, tell us uh, uh, what you do. And, and uh, well, a little bit of my background is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a little cold today. I um, came in to Kendall County, but I started with the military. Mm -hmm. I started as an environmental health specialist. And that's where I got my training from. I stayed in the military until I retired in 1998. And all my training actually came from the military. Okay. You're well-rounded with that type of training. You Absolutely. do environmental health. You do swimming pools, <clears throat> pest control. Not just restaurants in it. Daycare centers, restaurants, troop housing, government housing. So you get well-rounded. And we did STDs, sexual transmitted diseases. Okay. So you are equipped. So no matter where you go, you have the skills to do the job. Okay. So were you were you working at that particular time? Were you working for DHS or were you falling under the garrison commander? I was under uh, the medical corps. Okay. Medical okay. corps. Mm -hmm. But my initial, when I went into the military, I initially wanted to be a nurse. Okay. 
and I only had two years of college, and I need to finish getting my bachelor. Right, right. Well, when I got in the military, I said, I want Monday through Friday job. Right. <laughs> you know, and so if environmental health, you know, you have to test. And I did well. So I went to environmental health not knowing what I was getting into, mm-hmm. but it was Monday through Friday. Right. So, right. but when I got into it, it was really eye-opening for me a lot. I learned a lot through the military. So when you came to Kendall County, you were ready to. So when I came to roll. Kendall County, I had the experience of, from the military training that allowed me to endure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it probably exceeded the expectations or the requirements for what the county. Yes, because when I came on board, there was not a sanitarian. Uh, they didn't have anyone covering the area except for when the state was sent someone out periodically. Wow. But that limit them to what they could do because right. they were not, they did not have the authority to enforce anything. So they just came out, took a look, and then they left. How long ago was that that you, you got here? I came to Kendall County in 2000. Okay. So been here yes. A while then. Okay. yes. And I was, at that time, it was the um, state, yes. the county, and the city with the interlope agreement. And I actually worked directly for the state. And then in 2005, that was a pilot program because it had never been done. Mm-hmm. So it was in Bandera and Kendall County. So I came to Kendall County. And Bandera, we stayed in a pilot program for five years. Bandera ended the program. Kendall County, at the time, the judge, I think it was Judge Goodman, said, we want to keep her. And so the state offered me a position to stay or leave. And because I felt compelled to, I had so much more to do. I was just starting. Yes. I wanted to stay. Well, so thank that's you for, why thank I you for doing that. Yes, right. yes. Uh, and, and Kara, how, how do you work with, with Ms. Bell? We do. Um, we try to work on the certifi- class, certification classes together okay. for sure. Um, I'm also in a lot of kitchens. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of the things I've done for years as a registered dietitian is kitchen inspections. So we're used in a lot of kitchens as a preliminary inspector where we'll come in and go through a kitchen and tell them, hey, these are the things you need to work on before the health inspector comes. Oh, okay. So um, that's something I do, you know, I don't do it like I don't do it routinely before Brenda or Dave right. go into places, but that's one of the roles we take on as dietitians. Are you invited in or do you, do <laughs> you? I'm paid, believe it or not. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Wow. Okay. Good. Um, good. A lot of facilities pay consulting dietitians okay. to come out and do things like that. So they're ready for inspections. And so they're serving safely as well. So they're serving safely to the public. That's interesting. So she get a warm invite. Exactly. We get an invite, but yeah. it's not always warm. Right. Okay? <laughs> so, but we, our job is to go out and, and make sure that the environmental aspect of inspections as far as sanitation is in compliance. And the state has minimum rules. So that's what they have to follow, the minimum rules. And we just go out to make sure that they comply with those rules for food safety for the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the most part, a lot of them do that. But, you know, you got some who, if they're just doing the minimum rules, you know, they're not going to make it too long. Gotcha, they got to right. go below the minimum rules. And that's where we go in. We educate. So, so Brenda, if I'm starting a, a someone, one of our listeners is starting a uh, a restaurant or, or a food truck for that, uh, mm-hmm. what, what do you advise someone who's, just starting it out for the first time? First, before, and I, I this is from experience. Mm-hmm. The first thing you want to do is find out what are the rules for that county or that city so that you can comply with the rules. So they vary by city it and county. It varies. The basic rules are the same, but the process of how to go about getting your inspection and meeting the requirements, you want to check with that general. So what about Kendall County? So Kendall County, when you have a mobile unit or a, a new facility you want to open up, First, you need to contact, if it's in the city limits, you need to go through uh, 
code enforcement for a structure for a building. Okay. If it's just a food truck, it's directly to me. Okay. And then I would give them directions on how they need to go by. So you don't have a counterpart with the city? No, okay. no, no. You cover both. David, David and I, my other inspector, we cover we cover the city and county. Okay. That's because the city and the county have an interlocal agreement. So you're not just there as a gotcha, you know, you're, oh, no, you're there no, to no. help uh, businesses get started on the right foot. To, right? to be honest with you, yes. When I first started with Kendall County, mm -hmm. there was no body here. So being from the military, mm -hmm. you will, you shall, and you must. That's right. <laughs> In a nice way. <laughs> uh, but then we have a way to get you to comply. So first, when I came on board, I had to introduce myself because people didn't know, right. you know, what is an inspector? What do they do? So when I went out, I found out that a lot of people had no clue yes. about rules and standards. So my thing was to educate first mm -hmm. so that they know what was required. And then I introduced into San Antonio, I mean, to uh, Bernie, uh, mm -hmm. the, just lost my train of thought. Certified manager course. Certified mm -hmm. manager course, because mm -hmm. the state did not require it at the time. Mm -hmm. And Correct. for me, it was a challenge to try and teach somebody something and they don't know what the requirements are. True. And I didn't have time to teach everybody. So uh, at that time, my boss was a county attorney. That's when we got together. And I said, I need this in order for me to be effective in my job. Or else I'm just going out burning my wheels. Well, and, and is it expensive, Kara, the process to, to get these certifications? No, I want to say, and I don't know the cost off the top of my head, but somewhere between $100 and $150 okay. to become yeah, it certified. Varies, it varies depending yeah. on who you take it with. And there's like, is there like a manager's course and a food handler's course? Is that correct? That's correct. There's two courses. There's a okay. course that's more in-depth to become a manager right. uh, because the expectations are higher because they're the ones who are enforcing all the rules and meeting the guidelines. Um, and that is a more expensive course, and it takes a bit longer because you learn more materials. Right. The food handler's course is for anybody who works in food, serving food. Everybody who works serving food has to have a food handler's uh, certification. Your son just started working somewhere. Else. Yeah, he's he's working right next door. And uh, is it okay? I guess we just yeah, he's working right next yeah, door. We're here at Kellum uh, Family Medicine in Bergheim, and right right next to Bergheim Pizza Company. Give them a plug. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Get free pizza? Uh, maybe. Let's see. <laughs> so it's interesting. Um, you you've said several times now some key words that 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 registered with me, and that's compliance and codes and code enforcement. So what are the actual teeth? that give you the ability to do your job. Now, I know in some cities or some jurisdictions that your health inspectors are actually TECOL or TECOL certified. They're actually licensed peace officers. And so there's there's some interaction there. But what what is your, your status in so that regard? So to be recognized as a sanitarian by the state, you have to have a bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. You have to take a state test. And then um, you have to uh, pass the test. And then you are considered a sanitarian. Okay. And you're under certification. So to for me is to, uh, to go back to what you the question you asked was uh, what allows us to enforce mm -hmm. the rules mm -hmm. is the county and the city has adopted the Texas Food Establishment Rule, which is the state rules that give myself and my other inspector David the authority to go out and enforce the state rules. If we did not adopt the rules, I can just go out there and do an inspection, but I have no enforcement authority. So does does that require? Let's say, for example, you have an establishment. You 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 receive complaints. I'm assuming that's where you get a lot of your information from. Somebody may call and say, "Hey, there's something going on." Sometimes um, we do routine. Well, you do your routine schedules, inspections. What if right. a does routine inspections? Okay. What, what happens if you have a non-compliant uh, restaurant or or food facility owner that they want to continue operating, but they don't want to let you in to inspect, and they tell you something like, "Oh, I need a warrant." For you to come onto my place, how does that work? We have an we have the authority governed to us by the, the 
accountable. So that hasn't happened? No, because that's what they, that's what we adopt. Mm -hmm. And if they refuse to let us do our job, then we have the authority to say, I need you to close. Interesting. I need you to close. Mm -hmm. I need you to comply. Now, if they refuse to comply, then we can get back. So then you go into the, the court system at that time. No, no. We okay. at that point in time call for assistance. Yeah. Oh, you already yeah. have the authority. Bring the chains in the locks. That's what our, I'm saying. Okay. It's, it's so our, it's a law enforcement interaction. Yeah, it's, it's in our ordinance and it's our our county ordinance, city ordinance that we have the authority. Now, when we go in there, we don't go in there to be a bully. Right. We go in there to educate, and for most time, we'll we'll ask them to to uh, voluntarily close, mm. and if they refuse to, then that's when we. We'll put our sign up and say you are now closed. But Brenda, is there times that you um, you go into an establishment, you find a, a deficiency, uh, you don't close them right away, don't you? Give oh, them like a, a no, period no. to correct it. Yes, okay. they, it, there's a we have a, a a risk assessment form that we use. Okay. So we follow that risk assessment form, and uh, if a if a facility is having some issues with time and temperature. Mm -hmm. Or refrigeration, if they have another refrigerator that's working, that's keeping the food. Overall, we look at the whole picture before we close a facility. Right. So it's not like we just go in and close them. Gotcha. Um, but if there's one in particular that if you are have sewer backup, it doesn't matter. We right. Ha we have to close you. Yeah, that's, that's a danger to... Yes, unsanitary. Um, and what about you, Kara? Uh, I, do you also get involved in some of this, like for special events or... Community events, county events? I really don't, but I always um, serve as support. I'm okay. here as backup, as support. If there's ever a question that a dietitian could assist with or that AgriLife Extension has something um, support-wise we could offer, we're there. So if I'm a, so I guess what I'm hearing is if I'm a new restaurant owner, um, I should use you as a resource. I should contact you and get you your could. help before. You be could. Okay. You'd be better off starting with Brenda because oh, okay. she can give you the actual rules and regs. Okay. They don't want to start with me. <laughs> can you tell? Can you, tell? Yes. you could always call me at some point in time and say, hey, before Brenda comes in, and could you come by and take a look at things? And so it would be more like a soft. So you don't um, do you are you the, you don't have the same law enforcement uh, authority like she would to no, shut I, it down. No, I don't. You, could, I, you got her phone number. Correct. Okay. And I have the background just to help them and say, hey, this is the reason that this has to work this way. This is the reason that she's going to look for this or whoever your inspector is right. going to look for this. Right. Because everything is based in science and it's based in trying to prevent foodborne illness. Mm -hmm. That's our whole goal. Our goal isn't to shut down restaurants. Mm -hmm. It's to educate the people who work in them and who manage them and who manage the workers to understand that they could cause a significant illness to their patrons. And so we want to be the people that say, hey, let's get ahead of this. Let's right. not get behind it. It only takes two people suffering from symptoms after eating the same things at the same place to be an outbreak of a food illness, of a foodborne illness. That's not many. That could be you and your wife or, you know, you and your that's son. That's happened before, by the way. That's the yeah, problem. That's a lot of people right. don't report it. Correct. So they, they, may don't call, it. they may call my department and say, hey, yeah. we got sick. We got somebody sick. And then we will go out there to make sure they are compliant. So an inspection really helps. It doesn't hurt. Sure. Because when you go out to do an inspection, we you have proof that the health inspector came. We do a thorough inspection. They are in compliance. The likelihood of someone getting sick here is minimum because they follow the rules on food safety. So it's always explained it to that to people. It's like this will help you in a way. Mm -hmm. And when I go in to do an inspection, I try and educate instead of just do the inspection. I try. Why is this temperature out of temperature? Mm -hmm. How long has it been? What's the rule? Why do we need to keep it at 135? We're not spending too much time and not making them so nervous. Sure. So, because I want them to be able to feel free to come to me and say, hey, this is what's going on. How do we correct this? Right. 
I didn't know that. I didn't either. Pretty interesting. But I'll tell you what, um, uh, when I when I took the course, uh, Kara, that you're referring to mm-hmm. uh, years ago, uh, it, 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 um, it, it, it really taught me a lot, not just for, for my business, but at home. Uh, and uh, they hate me at home because now when I barbecue or I, I fix I fix food, I have to have my prep uh, board and I have to have my board for... Oh, come on now. I got to call BS on that because I saw a post on social media the other day where you were cooking meat on the back of a trailer. Let's not discuss this on the It was with him. He wasn't so to the public. Thank you, Brenda. And that's a good point. So so you're going to throw me under the bus like that, Sean. As long as I'm feeding myself, right? You can handle it any way you want. Anyway, but if I have a business, If you have a business, you need to follow the protocol about washing your hand, making sure the food is cooked at the right temperature. Making sure your hot food stays hot, your cold food stays cold, and proper rotation first in, first out. And a lot of restaurants know those rules. It's just a matter of having someone to remind them. Right. And that's where the food manager come in. Right. Yeah. And the food manager is supposed to guide those that have food handlers because the food handlers are one hour course. Mm-hmm. The food manager course, it can be a two day or eight hour course. And that goes over a lot of things about food safety. Okay. So when a health inspector come in, this is the way I view it. When I come in and I know my food manager is well equipped and doing the job, I could tell right away as soon as I walk in sure. how long I'm going to be in an ex- doing an inspection. Mm-hmm. And, and Brenda, so uh, you, you said something earlier that's uh, so important. I wish I'd known this. Uh, years ago in El Paso, I, I went to this restaurant twice and I got super sick. Never thought of calling the health inspector. I should have. And, and that's what happens, I guess, with a lot of people. They, they get sick. They don't they don't think of calling your office, right? That's true. It's important for the rest of the community to... to Most of the time when people get food poisoning, and I have had it myself as yes. a health inspector, yes. you think, okay, mm, this doesn't agree with me. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not until you get all the symptoms that you realize, hey, this is food poisoning. Right. And people are hesitant to say something because they say, well, none of my other family members got sick. Right. Maybe they didn't eat the same thing. Yes, that's kind of what happened to me. It's like, well, maybe it was something else. I don't know. Yeah. So I would say if you know you got food poisoning, give us a courtesy call. We may not be able to run out every time, but we will definitely look into it. And um, do you do you have does the Kendall County have some database or somewhere where I could go and, and see which restaurants have failed their inspections or of your inspections? Well, we don't have that right now, but I'm hoping to work on it for next year. We do have our program software called Inspectago that allows us to do our inspections on an iPad mm-hmm. and we can get out, get in, and do our inspection, not have to sit there and write it up. They have an extended uh, software program that I'm looking into with the approval if the court approve it as to where we can put the inspection report as where's the scores. And so that would automatically it. upload to a yes. portion of the and, website and it, for it, it allows us to not have, you know, um, miss um, document placed on the, uh, on the service because it comes directly from that software. So, and or you not, turn the information wrong. Not to put you on the spot, but is that a, a, a large ticket item? Is that, what, what's the cost of, of that well, software? The program that I have right now, which is uh, the um, Inspect2Go, where we do it on the iPad, that's $4,100 a year. Okay, that's all. Yeah, so. And then and for I, the additional? And for the additional, then it would be 10000 or per year. per year. So we're, we're basically going to the commissioner's court and asking them for an additional $6,000 to support yes, you and yes. help you do your and job. I have to do my legwork with that. I have to present them with all the facts and I have to get all my facts. So don't get ahead of her. Well, I, 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 I'm and just setting the stage because I think it's comparison, important. Like I had the last time when I first did inspecting, mm-hmm. I had two companies that I picked. One was a little bit more costly and more um, 
wanted you to have a, a three-year contract right and I, we didn't want it i didn't want to do that i want to kind of like see what it was like for the first year so inspector go gave us a one-year contract and every year we renew the contract and if we decide that we don't want that contract we only have a one-year contract so you didn't get to go on a they didn't take you on a fishing trip or you know go somewhere oh, no. right? well, <laughs> just, just make it sure we gotta keep yeah, it no. so john i mean this is just sound like something that you want i i'd like I, to i'm excited about this you know I'd, uh, yeah i'd like to to be able to go in and, and see hey which restaurants are passing well we can take muster take her information and then we have a new segment on the show called you know like they do on like hey, Saturday, blue blue Award. Blue yeah. special, yes. so we i don't know if you guys remember but i think it was the bernie star um they used to post our inspector Stores. report they would oh. come into our office and i will allow you know not yes. allow it's public, public information so brenda before the break we were we were talking about um your needs and things that might uh, assist mm -hmm. you in programs that you're looking forward to uh in the future for your department and you mentioned that you're looking at some software that could potentially or would if you're able to to procure it would provide the results of your inspections and make them available online for yes. for public. yes could you explain if, a little bit about that well the program would be with a company called it's a software it's with the company uh called inspector go we we use them right now for our inspection as far as digital inspections where we're able to go out with our ipad mm -hmm. and do our inspections and email the inspection to the facility right then and there okay so they have an extended program where it will allow us to also do our uh, inspections online as well as put the scores and so I would have to go before the commissioner court and have um, my information and if they approve it and we have to look at two other companies or one other so company to make sure that uh, it's multiple bids, multiple bids so that if we do go with them that I had the mind that you did your due diligence from that right and approximately what is the cost? The cost for that one in particular is uh, ten thousand a year. Ten thousand a year. Well, six to the four they're already paid. Right, right. Well, that's a small investment to yeah. make on making this information available. Absolutely, to, to and I'd like to know which restaurants absolutely pass muster or not. And we just had a, a, our county commissioner on on another we episode. Did. We're yeah. going to have to call him back and say, "Hey, commissioner, we'll get on the phone since we're done here." Another six thousand dollars for, for for Brenda. Uh, but uh, uh, and, and what about you, Kara? Is how are you? Is your program funded? We are funded through Texas A&M. AgriLife is a branch of Texas A&M University. The county doesn't throw in any dollars? The county does throw in dollars okay. on salaries in our office. Okay. And they throw in dollars in other places too, um, computers, software, and a couple other areas. Okay. So you're a line item. You're on the budget for, for that your particular office. Correct. There's two agents. We have three agents total in the office, and two of the agents are funded through A&M and the county. The other agent and our office manager are county funded completely. Right. And yeah. I must say, is that, is that Stephen Zeller? Uh -huh. or, Stephen okay. Zeller and I are both funded through the county and the state. Okay, got it. Do you, do you feel you have, uh, I'll put you on the spot here, do you sure. feel you have enough resources right now with the growth of Kendall County? Uh, do you all think you need more personnel? I do feel like we have enough resources right now. I feel like we do a good job in our office, um, team working and sharing what we have to do. Um, so I do feel like we're well, we're well supported by right. the county. Right. I, I say that too, because mm -hmm. before it was just me yes. and I was doing it all. So now I have a partner, very consistent. He's good at his job. Mm. So more doesn't always mean you're going to get more done. Well said. You know? Give you more drama in the office. Yes. <laughs> you, you have to use your time wisely because yeah. you definitely want to be able to be productive. You don't want to have more people than you need. True. Yeah.
Uh, tell us a story, Brenda. Tell us, uh, uh, you know, what is good one story. Th- the good story when I came to your place. No, oh, oh, there we go. There's a statute of limitations. Tell us the story of, of a funny, a funny case, uh, and then also maybe a, a serious case. So one, the, one of the, the, the I'll cases start with that you the had serious one first, and I really don't recall the name of the business, but it's where the old broken stone pizza used to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and I don't know the name of the business, but the gentleman started out. Uh, with a facility restaurant and as time went on he wasn't making the money mm-hmm. you probably heard about this if you lived here uh he set the place on fire oh that's right and how how, how does Sorry. so you had to get involved in that. so the fire marshal took the lead on everything right um mark maddox was at the time and they had their own investigate what they wanted us for me at the time was just me go back and look at his health inspection report. That's why reports are so important. Interesting. So when did he start going down? In his, they wanted the trend yeah, analysis. And this yep. particular time I went in and I had to close him because he had no hot water. Mm-hmm. The food was not in the temperature that it should be. We had some exp- expired items mm-hmm. and general sanitation. So at that particular time, I answered to the county attorney. Whenever I had to close a facility, mm-hmm. I don't just do it on my own. Right. I let my supervisor know, which is was the county attorney at the time, Don Ali. Right. And I would call him. I would tell him briefly what was going on. And he would support me and say, do what you need to do. Fantastic. Well, that, that's uh, that's pretty serious. And, that, uh, well, yes. and then, then I have some good ones where you go into a facility. First, when I first started, they weren't doing so well. They didn't have hand washing sinks. Mm-hmm. You get you explain it to them and mm-hmm. um, they start following the rules. They try and get things up to standard, the basic standard. Mm-hmm. And I was funny. One of the people said, oh, the plumber, he loves you. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know the plumber. Right. Because all these places didn't have the basic hand washing sink. Oh. They were going to the three compartment sink to wash their hands. So oh. You can't do that. You have no. to have a separate hand washing sink. Just give me a flashback when I was a D- <laughs> DFAC officer. I'm like, Whoa, I didn't know I had to be responsible. So, but, <laughs> but, you know, people don't, it, at that time, we don't have it like we have it currently where they have the education and the training mm-hmm. at that time. You know, they didn't know. Right. And so somebody had to come in and tell them and train them. Right. So the ba- when I first started, it was the basic thing of getting you to comply with the basic rules on food sanitation. So uh, to not take too long, my reward is when I hear the citizen, which, you know, they see you because they know you. They say, oh, well, you're the inspector. Oh, thank you so much. And then they'll tell you also what places are not yes, I even bet. a clean right. facility. I bet. And, uh, and I've got to say, uh, you know, we joke a lot, Brenda, you and I, but you, you uh, were a breath of fresh air. You were very fair. Uh, you didn't cut any slack, but you, you were very fair and also always educated uh, me and the staff, uh, um, you know, to, so that we could improve. And it seemed like you you wanted us to succeed. You want the, the businesses to succeed. And so so it wasn't a uh, gotcha all the time. No. And, and, and really, when you're in business, if you take care of your community, mm-hmm. your community will we'll take, take care. care. Absolutely. So that's why I think that software is so important. Also, I agree. Accountable. And, and Kara, um, uh, you probably have a lot of statistics to share with us, don't you? I about do have some. Well, not necessarily about our community, okay. just in general about food safety. Okay. Sure. Some of my basic food safety facts. Love to hear that. And these are what um, I teach in the management course, the okay. food service managers course that I teach. So one in six individuals will become sick with a foodborne illness in each year. So one that's six. really a lot. One in one is every family almost. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. And so wow. a lot of times what we shrug off is the flu or it's going around, but, like Brenda was saying, or yeah. you were talking about it's actually not it actually might be a foodborne illness okay um it doesn't necessarily have to you know be just your family maybe someone else experienced that same sickness at that same restaurant that night and you're just not aware of it that's true mm-hmm. so that is the importance of the courtesy call if you think something's going on in a restaurant 
Um, Half, more than half of foodborne illnesses that occur in restaurants are attributed to improper food handling. So it's a time and temperature specific thing. Normally our food has to be at certain temperatures, either hot enough or cold enough um, for certain times. Mm -hmm. And that is the backbone (laughs) of food safety and preventing foodborne illness. Mm -hmm. So I think it's actually more common than most people think about. And that's one of the things students learn in the class. My students come in with a lot of experience. Typically, like I said, they're usually not a first time test taker, but um, a lot of times just brushing up on these facts about foodborne illness, I think it just makes them more aware and more cognizant of what they do on a daily basis is important. It's not just rules and regulations. And I think that's one of the reasons they see Brenda is they see her as a team player. Gotcha. You know, I don't think they ever see her as someone who doesn't play on their team. Um, and the, she and David refer people to my class. So, you know, they'll notice when their um, certificate or certification is about to expire and they'll say, hey, we have a class coming up in the county if you want to take that. And so that's been a nice way to work in the community with the community. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, I was just thinking, Robert, um, going back to this software and being able to to publish the results, um, maybe a way to encourage citizens to be more forthcoming with their information is maybe we could implement some sort of a reporting procedure on the website where, you know, somebody can come and say, hey, you know, I went to this restaurant and I experienced these systems. That way they can do it at 11 o'clock at night when you're not in the office and it's on their mind and they want to make that report. I don't know, just a suggestion. Would that something like that work or would that be... We have a plan, and I have a plan, and it's just a matter of presenting to the court. And so our budget time is usually mm-hmm. annual. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the plan would be also to have, uh, if there's a complaint, compliance, a complaint, and then they can put their request in that way. Yes. Because we're not always in the office. Right. Time well, you're out doing your job. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the office because I do the administrative as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do new building constructions as far as food establishment. So we cannot spend a lot of our time on the phone, but right. we, we try our best to get back to a person within a reasonable time. And usually it's me. It's another day if I don't get back to you within the same hour or so. And that's, that's actually very impressive. If you're, you're that kind of response time, you can't find that in, in some, some, uh, uh, pay or a uh, cap or commercial, commercial, mm-hmm. private commercial right. industry. You can't get that kind Customer of Customer service is there you important. Go. Huge. It's yes. important. And who's your boss, Brenda? And- I answer to the county judge and the commissioner court. Okay. And I also answer to the county attorney. Oh, okay. And, and about you, Kara? Who's your I answer to the county judge and the commissioner's court. We are, um, they are our bosses, even though we're funded through the Texas A&M system. Mm-hmm. And we have a, a boss in that area as well, but they're our ultimate. They have to be happy with what we do ultimately. Sure, sure. Well, wonderful. I guess in closing, I, I'd like to ask you, your jobs sound very interesting. And uh, Brenda, so some young uh, lady or young man out there is considering a, a career in, in this, in your field, what would you suggest to them? How, uh, you know, what advice do you have for them? If they are in high school, I would probably tell them, look into public health. If they want to go to college, okay. look into public health and then find out what's the requirements to be a sanitarian with the state, whatever state you may be with, because every state may be different. But with Texas, you go to the Texas um, a website and they will tell you the requirements for that. And if they can try and get some um, internship kind of thing to see if this is what you really want to do. Can I get an internship? And you're exactly what I was thinking. We don't do internship <laughs> okay. because we don't have the capability nor the room. I did have one person that wanted to do an intern and I referred her to um, San Antonio because okay. they have an internship program already set up. Right. But, you know, what I would like to see if young people are interested in it, you kind of want to find out early on 
before you get into it. You don't want to spend all your time getting a degree mm. and then get into the field. You're like, this is not what I want to do. Right. But public health and, and, and sanitation is a broad aspect. You can go into many fields. You go into food safety. You can go into water or swimming pool, Jungle. bacteriological. You go into pest control. Right. And um, there are other aspects you can go into. But pretty much you got a variety of things in environmental health. Sounds good. Yeah. And in your field, Kara, it's uh, nutrition? Right. I'm a registered dietitian licensed by the state of Texas as well. And um, it's been a great career. So you recommend that? I would recommend it highly. Fantastic. It's um, heavy in sciences, heavy in chemistry. Um, but also... Well, John. I know. Also... Two boys that are smart enough to do that stuff. There's a lot of food safety and food science involved. And so I would say the same thing. It, it, it gives you a broad view. Nutrition gives you a broad view. A degree in nutrition or becoming a dietitian. You get um, chemistry. You get science. You get food safety. If you're a kid in high school, uh, one of the things I would say is work in a kitchen. Make sure you're not scared by the big equipment, the big stove, the big oven. Um, make sure that you're comfortable around food. Because if you become a dietitian, you can work clinically in a hospital and do other things. But everything comes back to food eventually. Right. So you have to have a comfort level. Well said. Well, John, any parting words? No, I think we've covered it all. Ladies, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Um, I'm excited about this episode. The, uh, the the listeners and viewers, I hope you're as excited uh, as we are uh, after having just watched this. Uh, so we'd encourage you to please, if you haven't already, to hit the, uh, the bell button for notifications. If you're watching on YouTube, like, follow, comment and share if you're on one of the social media platforms like Facebook or, or TikTok where, where we have a presence. And please just stay uh, active uh, with our page so you can be kept up to date with all the upcoming uh, episodes and latest information uh, that we can provide to you or to the community. So thank you for tuning in, folks, to the Texas Examiner. I'm Robert Sines. And I'm John Tipton. Thank you so much for your time today. Have a good one.